So we just heard the feeding of the 5,000 there. And it's a miracle that is a sign of many things. It's a sign of the power of the Lord, able to do things. It's a sign of his care and his looking after the needs of people. It's a sign also on our part of our ability to trust him. That if he's powerful, if he's caring, then we can trust him. But I want to speak today about something deeper, the deeper feeding that this is a sign of, namely how the Lord feeds us in Holy Communion. Because the feeding of the 5,000 occurs at a very precise moment in our Lord's mission. So here he's fed the 5,000 miraculously. The next thing he does is he walks on water in the midst of the storm miraculously. And then he gives what we'll hear over the next four Sundays, his great bread of life discourse, one of the longest recorded sermons he gives in the Gospels, in which he describes himself as the bread of life. And in that discourse, as we'll hear over the weeks ahead, he makes claims that would be utterly outrageous, utterly silly, if they didn't come from someone who had just manifested such miraculous power. Now the heart of the claim that we will hear over the weeks ahead is that we must eat his flesh. And I want us to ponder today how we know that in saying that he's talking about the Eucharist. How do we know that eating his flesh is primarily about the Eucharist? Let me point three ways. The first most simply is the words of the Lord Jesus himself. He said, this is my body. So at the Last Supper, the first Mass, when he instituted the Mass, when he said, do this in memory of me and Christians down the centuries ever since, when we gather, that's what we do. We do this in memory of him. And the priest repeats the words of Jesus, this is my body. That Jesus said it is. He didn't say it's a sign of his body. He didn't say it's a symbol of his body. He didn't say it's like his body. No, he said it is his body. And that's the most simple and pivotal reason why we know it's true. He said so. A second reason we know it's true is historical. That as a simple fact of history, the early church, those first believers who had known the Lord, who had heard the Lord, who had heard the Lord say these words, this is my body, that first generation, when we looked at how they interpreted these words, they interpreted those words literally as we do, not symbolically. And we know that from the very earliest writings of the church in history. Now, if you want to put that in reverse and say, well, as a matter of history, when do we find somebody writing down and and actually saying, no, it's not literal, it's a symbol, it's a sign of Jesus, not really is Jesus. Well, as a a fact of history, you have to wait until the 8th century, till a chap called Ramnus comes along, 
And he is the first one to question whether this is literally the Lord Jesus. He says, it's not literally him, it's a sign, it's a symbol. And then the Protestant reformers in the 16th century, they develop rat realms. But my point to you is this, that that doesn't happen until the 8th century, 800 years after Jesus. That our faith, the Catholic faith, is the same as that of the early church. The same as that of those who knew the Lord, who had been with him when he'd said these words and therefore knew how to interpret them. That the Eucharist truly is the Lord. A third and final way, how do I know it's the Lord? Well, it's because it's what I need. I need him to come to me in a way that is both physical and spiritual. I, as a human being, I am physical and spiritual. I need the Lord to come to me in a way that, that responds to that, that recognises that. And this is exactly what he does in the sacraments. This is exactly what he promises us in the Eucharist. If he comes to me, he comes to you in a way that is both physical and spiritual in Holy Communion. So to conclude, why is this important? Well, because I need God. And I need him to come to me as the food that sustains me, as the food that leads me to heaven. I need him not just as a sign, not just as a symbol, but I need him himself. And this is what he gives me. And although what will soon be on the altar will still look like bread and still taste like bread, nonetheless, I, I trust what he told us. I trust what the early Christians and the church down the centuries has told us, what he's told us, that it is what he said, it is what he promised. So that he is, even at this very moment, before us in the tabernacle. And so I can kneel before him I can receive him in faith and in love.